It is the last book of this first series. I cannot believe it. So you want to stay tuned. We're going to talk about book six in the Canadian West series here on BCO Next. This is Book Circle Online, featuring in-depth discussion, insight, news, and commentary on all the world's leading book titles and their authors. And now, Book Circle Online. To say goodbye to yesterday. Can't do high notes. I cannot believe we started a show with Boys to Men. I had, I had to. You had to because also it's goodbye to this series. It is. Actually, we've done six books. We have. We've read a lot. <laughs> Reading is fundamental. Hi, welcome to Book Circle Online. This is the When Calls the Heart Book Circle Club. We're doing When Tomorrow Comes. And it's here today. And I'm your host, James Lott Jr. And of course, my girl, my lady boss queen. I'm just rocking the boys to men. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Marissa Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. That's right. You can follow me at James Lott Jr. Oh, no. Oh, yes. They, they were so good. They literally sing to my soul. When it was all four of them. Yes. I know. Very good. Oh, when it was all four of them. When it was all four of them. Uh, I gotta make we sure. digress. I digress. Now, you guys, uh, we want to give a shout out to um, I almost said Maria Serafini. Maria. Maria Provenzano, who is, you see, she's not here. You saw her pictures earlier. She was pregnant, but she is working right now. She sends her love and she couldn't make it. We miss her. Yeah, we she do. We do. No, we do. I haven't seen her in so long. We were supposed to see her. She literally told us. Yes. Like, no, she couldn't come. Yes. And we, we are, we are friends. Hello, you guys in the chat room who are coming in. I see you Hi. guys. We see you. Emily Johnson. I see you. I see M. Cron. M. Cron. I say M. Cron. You guys are coming in so good. So more people will start coming in, I know, because we, we were sorry about the link coming out a little late. Yes, that was my fault. A little late. Sorry, I was busy. Hosting Home- another show for Hallmark. She was. Yeah, you were Chesapeake Shores. If you don't watch that, yes. watch that. It's on our sister channel, After Buzz TV. Um, Chesapeake Shores. Go ahead and watch that after show with her. And who's your co-host? Uh, Stefan Lovegrove. Stefan Lovegrove. So it's there you go. Show. So you show, you guys. Hallmark all around, you guys. I want to I want to give a shout out to my client today. I have a, in my other life. I'm an organizer, and my client, uh, her name is Kristen Myers. She is now a One Cost of Heart fan. Yes, because of me. More now hearty. she started watching the first. I said, "When you get to season three, you can start watching her after show. You know what we're talking about." Good for you. Yeah, so I'm very happy about that. You, you, you spread involved. The love. You got her involved. Sure did. She should get me, get me involved. You got me involved. So we're spreading the love we're out there. Timestamp on the show. <laughs> That's right. So this is for the book When Comes When Tom- There you go. <laughs> nope. When Tomorrow Comes there and it's the Canadian West Six, uh, the last book of this series and <sighs> uh, yeah. It's Okay, so let's do general thoughts. It actually is coming into an era because the next books are some totally different, right? You said there's something a whole different Yes, they're more directly related to the actual show okay. on television. So, okay. we have that to look forward to. We do. That's to look forward to. Okay. But this book, of course, just general, general, before we talk about the, the plot, just generally, what was your <laughs> your thoughts of the book? You could not get through that. And I couldn't. So just, yeah. I, yeah, I was really excited to look, um, to read this book and knowing it was about Christine and Henry once again. I was more surprised we got a little less Henry yes. in this one. Yes. It was more Christine, which I'm like, I'm all for. We yeah. follow a strong female throughout a whole book 
But I, I was kind of surprised we didn't get Henry. Really, a lot. Not well, he had that well, um, he had an accident, but that's you know we didn't get much. But of, you know. I, I did like to see the the journey between Christine having all these ups and downs when it came to life and life choices, um, career choices, men choices in her life, relationship choices. We talk about that for a second because I'm all men choices. We talk about that. Oh, we will. Um, family. It, it was nice to to follow her and her internal and constant struggle. Mm-hmm. And she and this book was very. Um, scripture based and very God very, to me. Very, very God. Very religious. Very religious. Thank you. Let's keep the word out. Very God. <laughs> very word. The word. Scripture. It's all God. But that was very. She had to rely on that. So she was going through that so much with the with the God stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, for me, it was interesting because it was it was from her point of view. This whole book was her point of view, basically. Yes. You, you kind of agree? It was, it, yes. It kind still, of. It was right? still written in third person. Yeah. But, but it, still, like, it, was it through, followed her life. Yes. Compared to everybody else. Yeah. I was, I was, I was reading it going, it's kind of like it's just her stuff and we got mm-hmm. bits and pieces of elizabeth and bits and pieces of when and when and henry and I amber and, i mean i that me too that's thing too it's like i know we went ahead some years we still had them in book five there, there were points and there was some points we'll talk about you know when she was in, in uh, calgary there was some parts of mom but like there was, there was more of them yeah i guess Jeanette decided to go a different direction she was like okay i guess we're gonna really focus on the on on her so the brief plot basically is that you know um Christine basically is still mending her broken heart and some of the choices that happened before in book like we had in book five. Um, there's some things she goes through with her family, with her aunt and uncle, and then with Henry and his family. Mm-hmm. And she's also taking, helps take care of little Danny. Um, she's also got she gets a job. She's meeting several different men, and and she has this I call it almost an obsession with the North. <laughs> She's no. like about the. I mean, I know. I guess it's, she I has mean, a lingering for the North. I, yeah, I, I just, can understand that. You can understand that. Or it's more so like if you grow up in this place or something that you really love and you leave it, yeah, you're gonna have that wanting and longing to go back. Okay. I didn't really see it as an obsession, more so just something that she just wanted to go back to. There's a lot. I was like, girl, go, go. No, but she didn't do that. So, <laughs> uh, but also, it's, it's just it's really this book's also about her spiritual maturity and 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 and, how, and letting. And I, I wrote down letting God choose between you know kind of her. Her um her feelings and what she's going through. I thought it was, you know very religious, scripture faith based, helping family. You know, uh, so we met some new people in this book like John and Mary, uh, and the kids and Dr. Eric Carlton. Great uh, name. And that's a great that's a great name. I, I love that name. I read Carlton. it. I was like, ooh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded attractive. I know, I was like, he like, did. It was like Eric Carlton. Um, and we had a leftover from the last book, which was kind of funny. Maurice Larray. Larray, I really liked him. See that we're gonna get we're gonna get because we're gonna get started. I'm like that. It's like okay, that's kind of crazy. So, um, so as we kind of begin, it's like basically she's feeling like the, the, the they call it the call of the north, of course, and everything. Um, but she and her mom they go to Calgary to get some fabrics and stuff, and kind of go through this kind of thing where she's kind of getting set there a little bit. A little bit, but also to help Henry and, yes. and Amber with the, the wedding plans. The wedding plans. Getting yes. more invested in their life and their yes. lifestyle, helping them out. For It was a, like a, a two, there were different yes. motives of going, yeah. going to Calgary. I like that because I don't think we really have seen moments where Christine and Elizabeth have been together alone. Oh, yeah, so that's true. So it was yeah. kind of nice to see like a mother-daughter bonding yes, moment. Yes, I agree. I totally agree. Um, what's well, my ending? Oh, never mind. Uh, I have my notes for the I wrote at the end. Uh, but no, it was yeah, it was it was kind of nice to see them out in an outing and just kind of see what people do day to day, kind of there and take care of stuff and her getting ready for the the wedding and 
Now, how'd you find the wedding and all that? I mean, do you think it was written strong enough, or did we get a really good glimpse? It Definitely a glimpse, and yeah. I, I'm glad that you said it. Yeah, I think I that's the that. best way to describe it, yeah. because I had to go back and read the page. I was like, wait, the wedding's happening. <laughs> yes. I missed it. Yes. It happened so quickly. I agree. And I feel not like it wasn't really, you know, touched upon, but it felt like it was glossed over. We spent mm-hmm. so much time with Christine there and helping the preparations and stuff. But again, it was more about Christine, not about Henry. Yeah. And it's his relationship and his marriage. It's his moment, especially with Amber. Mm-hmm. And it was so glossed over within one page. Of I know. Story. I know. It's like, That's well, we kind of, we grew to like him too. So in the last book, so we want to kind of know it. Because the last book was so much half him, half her, so to speak. Yeah. Back and, and forth. Back and forth. And this one was like, oh, okay, they're married now. And that's it. And she's going to stay and take care of Danny for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's in and, and the whole thing with the whole Mounties. And World War II is coming. It was yes. coming, right? It was coming. Or it was here. It was, it was happening, happening in Europe. In Europe. And it was, had to come to America. Yeah, that's what, I had to read that a couple times, too. It's America. I was like, okay, it's, it's, it's here somewhere. Um, and, and I, I kind of like the little relationship that she's trying to, you know, she's learning what kids are, our kids are about. His new stepson. And, uh, and that he may be a Mountie one day. Who knows? Which I think would be an interesting kind of story to write later. They... I loved the line, and they dropped it. Um, in a, we, we can definitely get yeah. into it. Um, that, like, maybe I'll just marry Monty. I was like, yes, you should. I know. It runs in the family. <laughs> runs in the family. I know. You should have. <laughs> God, so they're good people. They're yes, good people. They I'm like, it's, it's crazy. It's good people. I liked Lorraine. You know, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, so so this is when Lorraine comes in. And, you know, remember he was attacked by a bear. Oh, know, last one. But he was so... I, I found... It was funny because there wasn't a lot of romance in this book. No. Not really. I mean, there was like... It was more like met, internal conflict decision-making yes, than romance. Like, she would meet men. I was going to say meet men. But men would come into her life. She'd interact with men. Yes. That's a good way to put it. Just, and, and, they were, and they were completely... Oh, hi, Sarah. I'm just glad she's alive. Shiny object. Shiny object. No. Um, yeah, the wedding was too fast. We, we agree. Uh, but no, it was just... It was very much like she would meet... She would encounter... People in her life that were they were male, and they didn't really do any romance part of it. It was like it wasn't until the very end when they kind of went that direction a little bit. But we didn't even get a kiss. No, not at all. But when Larray came, I was like, "Oh, this is great." So we asked somebody from the last book. I know who he is, and and he seemed like he really liked her, and he was really going to wait. He understood. I see. I under, okay. Here's the thing: it's relatable, folks. Let me give you a little Papa Jamie dating tip in Los Angeles. No. Okay. It is hard to find people. You make decisions, and sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you're unsure after something bad happens. Mm-hmm. It, just, it happens, and I. And it I, didn't and have I, to be from Papa Jamie. I know for everybody, but I'm just give you a little Papa Jamie stuff. Yes, but no, I, but no, but I and, I, and that part was relatable to me. I felt like I understand that you're a little unsure if you're not ready yet, and of yeah. course, you should never enter anything. This is another thing. You should never enter anything until you're ready. Yeah. Um, and just be honest. She was honest. And she was just like, I'm just not, I don't feel like she was ready. But we as readers felt for him, I think, because it's like, oh, he just, I mean, here he is. He's right here. I know. I, I was right very here. frustrated reading this <laughs> yeah. because I liked Lorraine so much. And then they connected on so many different levels. He's a good gentleman yeah. who would actually take care of her and have security and actually provide love and all mm-hmm. this X, Y, and Z that you would <laughs> want in a man. Yes. And... Even the fact that, like, and he even asked, and he, like, laid out all those mm-hmm. basic questions just to see if they're compatible, um, if, you know, w- her thoughts about the North, and is she okay with being part of the Mountie life, and she was all for it, and I was like, you, everything just matches, perfectly aligns together. I know. 
And she was like, okay, it doesn't work right now. I know, like... Timing. I think also timing is a big yes, key in life, in relationship. And it's understandable that she herself didn't feel that was mm-hmm. the right moment. But mm-hmm. it's unfortunate. Maybe she can go back to it. But the book's not... I was no, I know. There was no... No. But, but I did. I felt, I felt like, no. But then, I, but then, again, I understood in some weird way I could relay. I understood that it was kind of like... She's just not sure. You know what's laid right in front of her? She's just not sure. She was second-guessing. She second-guessed every relationship in this book. She did. So, I mean, she was really hurt. She triple-guessed everything. <laughs> <laughs> and we know folks who do that sometimes in real life. Yeah. They kind of do that. Um, and uh, and But anyway, so I kind of, I, I, I did relate a little bit to it. I just thought it was kind of like, you see, I mean, her broken engagement boy from the last book and all this stuff. Just she was, And she was trying to listen to God to see what... To find out what she wants, she was trying to. She was trying to go there to see what, like, what should I do? And like I said, she was just extra careful, extra caution, I guess. Um, Emkron, you didn't like him from the start. You didn't like. Are you sure you didn't, didn't like, like him? I thought everybody kind of liked him. He was like, I really liked. I really liked him. I thought he was a good choice. It, it was in, and also maybe you know, reading it, it was maybe it was too good to be true. Oh, okay. Their relationship, it seems, it'd be too easy. Possibly, if she just said yes to him. But then also, it does happen. We see friends who throw away good relationships sometimes, too. And you get frustrated with them going, no, we see how good this person is, right. and you're not, oh, you're not, you're not there. But it's true to life. It is true to life. No, that's, it is. That's the problem. It's true to and life. that's why we're frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> we're so frustrated for her. <laughs> we are for her. We are. So, but I totally can relate. Okay, right now, relatable. I can relate to it. Yes. Um, and then, so then, um, so she goes, and after that, she goes uh, to Edmonton. So, so we're learning lots about Canada. We get all, all kind of Canada in this. All different places. I know. I was like, I, feel like I did a show called Zoo on, on After Buzz uh, a, couple, a couple of seasons later. And that one, they always went all over the world. So every episode, we're like, now we're in Zimbabwe. Now we're over here. I feel like it's like, oh, now we're in different. Because most of these books take place in one city, maybe two. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of good to kind of move around a little bit. Well, it also kind of shows that Christine is, she's learning different lessons in different yes. places. She, she literally is becoming more worldly in a way. More, more Canadian, <laughs> in a sense. Yes. She's traveling more. She's experienced a lot more of the world. That's true. Sarah Herman says, right, after that last book, she's so over-careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she wasn't sure about him. She liked the idea of him and the life she have with him, but not sure about him. Um, M. Cron says, too soon, as you said, timing off, Marissa. Yes. Your inter- her internal struggle was real. Yeah, the struggle was real. Like, she triple guessed herself on everything. And like you saw that internal battle that she she's praying to God. Yes. She's having all these thoughts. Yes. It's, it was, it's like girl, just choose. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, and that's yeah. Okay, so she's an Everton to pursue a job. She finds one and she gets hired, but then she gets we get we learn of an aunt. And her back aunt in Calgary takes a tumble. And right. this is also frustrating just as a, <laughs> a working woman. Yeah, there you go. Um, it's funny. I actually told my mom about this part in the book. And it, it, maybe this is just the person I am. <laughs> Not to sound terrible. I was like, you fool. Why would you turn down your job? You know how hard it is to find a great paying <laughs> just job like, just with like, people <laughs> that you like. Right. With a good paying salary, especially right. in the position that she was in. She was almost close to homeless. She was almost broke. Yeah. She didn't know she could eat, you know. Yeah. And then something was offered to her at the right time in her life, and she said no. I know. 
But I understand that she's so loyal to her family. And well, you my know, mom gave me a lot of flack. She's like, well, I know what you would choose first. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had this legit conversation. Your daughter loves mother. you. She does. She always says what a great mother like, you are. I she love does my, it. I love my family. I know you do. But you I have four other children who can <laughs> help you before you can. I can help you. So, uh, that was my own personal struggle with this moment in the book. I, you know, it hit me because I'm a person who, um, I, I say I'm middle aged, which I am, but I mean, I mean, I'm in the middle because I have, you know, I have grown kids, I have grandkids, but I also have aging parents and we're all, and they were in the same area. My mother's four miles away from me. So uh, there have been times when I've had to think about it as I get older, but what I, if what your wife turns down certain jobs, take care of them because mm-hmm. I'm nearby. Mm-hmm. My brother and I are the closest nearby. So it's like. I felt that. I felt bad for her. I'm like, she got it set up. She got a good setup. But then when your family calls, it's like, what do you do? Family calls. Family calls. It's like, got to be loyal to the family. You know. <sighs> That's a tough one. So I kind of, so I agree with you. It was kind of, it was kind of a frustration thing. But, um, but she had, she, she was taking care of her, and we got to meet Uncle, and he was there, and and they, and she was saying, "Mercenary back to health," and she got back to health. She was fine. She did, and I did like the moments when she went back. She wasn't at all resentful right. that she turned down this job, and she kept telling herself in a not really convincing way, but in a believable <laughs> way that she's like, "Well, this opportunity wasn't available to me, but there is a reason for everything. Like, there's a purpose why I'm here, and not at my new job or that I could have had." So I did. Like that reasoning within her, and it showed a, lo- a lot of maturity. Which actually is hello, James. Oh, it's off. Honestly, um, or maybe it's up here. I thought I heard someone. Maybe I thought it was mine. Um, no, it's true because I I did find that um, that was a great way to look at it because we should go through life and things happen for a reason. I mean, we do know that sometimes, and sometimes even things that we really really want and think it's really good for us, there may be a reason why it's taken away, so to speak. Or why you have to leave it. Because maybe something better will come a little later down the road. And yeah. I've had that in my own life several times. So I kind of relate to that. Uh, with that. And she was there for her family. And to me, on some level, you can walk away feeling good. It helped build her, her self-esteem a little bit. Like she can actually do something. Mm-hmm. That's how I looked at it as a little bit. Like cause she's guessing us. And she kept just like not sure about herself. But she was able to take care of her family member. I think it's also when that opportunity closed that she found more of herself in other places. Uh, other unlikely places, and mm-hmm. I think that was more self character building. Yes, that's good. That's good too. Yes. Um, okay. So okay. So yeah. So she's there. So but anyway. So they're thinking. Okay, we're gonna have like you know uh, an Easter thing, a big family celebration. It's gonna be really good. And we're gonna everybody. Let's get all the family together. And I was kind of excited. I was like, oh, we got everybody come together and mm-hmm. and it's a car accident. Car accident. Which totally surprised me. I was like, oh my, what? Yeah. I was like, Henry and the family are in a car accident? I mean, the mo- mom and dad get there and fine. They're fine. Uh, Elizabeth and Wynn are fine. But like, the, they were in a car accident. I'm like, another painful thing? I mean, like, you already went through aunt falling and taking care of her, but now we gotta take, they got this going on? All right. And poor Henry going through all this. Oh, my God. Yeah, he wasn't working, so he doesn't get workers' comfort. No. It's, it, it Real- disrupts Realistic stuff. Very <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, that's very true. It disrupts his life. It disrupts the other family member's life who has to take care of him through rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. So I understand that frustration when something happens and you don't you can't control it. Um, uh, yes. That was realistic. Very realistic uh, thing. and But again... We see Christine in this in this position. I mean, it's like the whole family. She's not just dealing with the whole again dealing with family stuff, which does come up. Family stuff happens. I mean, mm-hmm. it kind of just kind of happens. And but she meets a young doctor with a name that we like, 
Dr. Eric Carlton. Paging Dr. Eric Carlton. Paging Dr. Eric Carlton. Say it one more time. Paging Dr. Eric Carlton. They're all too much drama about real life. It was real life. It was real life. life. Um, So so what what were some of your first initial reactions to Dr. Eric? Um, I wasn't quite sure about him because he seems very eager. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that is a major turnoff. Yes. When you're trying to start acquaintances or any type of relationship, but I like the fact that he he was caring in some moments, and but then there were other like I he was really hit and miss with me. Yeah. Because there were moments where he and Christine didn't really have the exact same values about church. Mm-hmm. Like I want to take you to church just to show you off. Like no, that's not no, how we do. That's we do. not the purpose of going do. to church. Mm-hmm. And so. They just, unlike Lorraine's mm-hmm. potential relationship, mm-hmm. that could have been they didn't. They weren't on par with each other. They didn't match in certain aspects. And this is why I question: like, what are you doing with Eric? Especially if you're questioning him for five chapters. <laughs> what are you doing with him? She was so conflicted. We read her praying for yes. five chapters, or it was probably more than that, but yes. I counted at least five. And she was. And uh, about Eric. She was. And uh, well, M. Cron liked, oh no, M. Cron's like, really, Marissa? I loved him from the get go. Interesting. And that's right. That's right. No, seriously. That's good. Tell us what's why, because you, cause you said, I was, I'm so on board with the MD. Okay. Mm-hmm. We, we really cursed the way we looked at Because I, I felt almost like you. I was like, he was okay, but I was just kind of like, but not not the ideal choice. No, that Lorray could have been. Right. Maybe. I think they did a great job of building Lorray as the person who could have been, or the one that got away, essentially. Yeah. And Eric, and I think maybe it could have been the order. Not to sound terrible, that like he was the just the default in a way. Like he's just the mm. second person who came in who could have been. I always think of I always think of Big and and. Um... And, and Aiden on, on Sex and the City. Because I always think Aiden was always the one that was seemed too good to be true. He was everything that she said she wanted, but it was big who she wanted, obviously. But he was the second choice. Um, I forgot to mention, while she was in Calgary, was how we met John marrying the kids. She was mm-hmm. volunteering at, because I love the name, of course. You know, I'm all things Hope. Hope. The Hope Canteen. Hope Canteen. That's a great name. I know, great name. I had, I had to mention that because I forgot we mentioned that. And we met Mary John and kids. I mean, we're meeting people. I mean, they're, they're, they seem like they're really nice. And she was kind of, you know, taking care of things. And I like that she had a life in Calgary. It also opened her eyes a little bit to, to all the men who are serving mm-hmm. and give up their lives and yes. go through injuries and the the actual severity of what World War II is oh, yes. and how it affects the environment, how it affects the people, how it affects the country itself. So again, it was another place that she was at where she was learning more about everything else and she was caring more mm-hmm. and that helped her grow. Now also we got mentioned the young priest. Yes. I mean, she, because somebody said, I was like, yeah, I mean, it's like a pastor. priest, pastor, yeah, pastor. You know, I know I, I was a father, pastor, pastor. whatever. Um, but yeah, but so that, so that, so now Sarah says that went through her, was a, meeting him is what through her, through you off, Sarah. Got I it. like Pastor Tim more than I did like Eric. Yeah, me too. And, and I had this legit thought, I was like, oh, he's a pastor. They could marry. Yeah, easily. They, he's, 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 he's of the church. She's he in the church. He could have married Christine. Yes. Like, I was seeing this as more of a relationship than Eric. I can agree. And because there was that that whole chapter where it's like, yes, he's he's young, but he has all the correct values and and church and God and faith and everything. And, like, he liked the North. 
I was like, I can see this relationship. I could believe. Yeah, that was, that was that relationship. I, I, said, I said, okay, I'll handle this one. If she's not with Lorray, I'll handle this one. I kept thinking, like, Lorray would come back and it would be yes. like this big thing. No. It didn't happen. Uh, I, I kept waiting. I kept reading on like, 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 You did the same thing. I was like, he's going to come back at some point. He's going to come back at some point. Because like, they dropped hints like, oh, Lorray's yes. moving to the north. I was yes. like, will she see him Yes, again? exactly. And so there's a quote that I liked in this book because um, – it's kind of it's kind of sad because I actually kind of gone through this with my brother and and it's kind of funny. Other times I feel this way. Memories are so fragile, you know. Sometimes I feel they're best left undisturbed. That's what Christine said uh-huh, at one point, yeah. and that's and that and that to me sums up why she's so scared to go forward mm-hmm. and at least in those relationships because she's like some of the memories were so bad. For her, that or she's seemingly they're just really, but she can't just get past them a little bit. Yeah, I really liked that there was that one line she was justifying why she was so scared because yeah. of that terrible relationship she had with, with Boyd. Boyd. Yeah. Toxic relationship. Yeah. So it makes sense that she didn't want to move on just to get hurt potentially again. Um, yeah. That's understandable. So many people go through that. Okay, so Sarah Herman says, okay, um, the pastor had the same heart for the, for these people and the, and the same mission. M. Cron goes, Doctor's approach was real and genuine to me. Lorray was not strong and showed some desperation. I work in a hospital, so I am biased. Oh, you do? Okay, there you go. Okay. Um, a great doctor has his approach, and I thought Jeanette wrote that well. Okay. Okay. I thought it was a very direct approach. Yeah, it was very direct. I used to be a nurse. I used to go to hospitals, too. I know. I don't know how to see, but I, for some reason, I liked, the, I liked the pastor a little better. I didn't say I didn't dislike Dr. Eric. I didn't dislike him. I was just mm-hmm. like, first Lorray, was, to me, was her first choice. And I thought the priest was her second choice. And when you met to me in my brain of who was suitable for her, when you mentioned the youth thing, it's another thing that's very timely. It's like sometimes some people who are young do have some, have it together sometimes. Yeah. And they marry young, too, yeah. at that age. At that age, back then. It would be society, you know, sociologically acceptable. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I can, I can see that. I, I totally can see that. Um uh, let's see. Uh, Sarah, Sarah saying, Haha, I read it a couple months ago, but I do remember being satisfied with Eric and thinking it was right. I finished the book and really wanted more. Everybody's saying they wish they had more more books after this. I told I, that I agree. Yeah. So I want to see more was going to happen. Yeah, because I had a visceral reaction yes. at the end of this book yes. that people have witnessed. Who <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to? Yes. Um, so, so, so basically, so she's meeting people. They're, they're, she's meeting people. She's getting she's getting a job, getting a life. Family stuff does come in and it kind of happen. So she's having her growth. Um, one of the things, that the, the themes of the book that I, I think I wrote this down, um, is always about uh, letting God take care of it. It's yeah. always the thing. Let God take care of it. Um, they use a lot of scripture. I wrote down one thing where they use the Moses story. My stepfather's name is Moses, so it kind of stands out for me. I like that. I don't know, the meaning like of the you, sandals. Yeah. Um, I liked her relationship and like how they compared the two. So. Mm-hmm. It made it more understandable for her, and that's yes. how she saw the world, and that's how she resolved yes. the, this internal conflict. Because her faith is so strong that she had to resort to something that she could believe in and understand, yeah. and apply it to her her situation. And I liked it. Um, the Moses story was all about faith, yes. because Moses went through all these different events yes. with God at his side. But also having God direct his steps. Yes, I think. and God was telling him to do X, Y, mm-hmm. and Z, and he did it. And there were moments where Moses doubted everything. And, I mean, they walked in the desert for 40 years. Yeah, I know. So like, you can understand there'd be yes. doubts <laughs> at some yes. points. Yes. But it, it shows that if Moses could have this much faith in God, so sh- can she, mm-hmm. and, and direct the path that she should be on. I agree. 
I totally agree. And I, 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 was, I was like, it was a great, it was a great um, allegory story. I don't know how you yeah. go with that. Yeah. And so I thought it was a great use of scripture. I just thought it was really, they, they really actually, Analogy. they didn't, yeah. Now, thank you. There's a guy. I'm like, see, I was getting allegories. Guy was getting there somewhere. I got you. I was like, I'm sorry. It's a little warm here in LA. Literary. <laughs> yes, literary. Um, so yeah, it was, yeah, it was good. It was a great analogy, and I thought, um, but it was also, I just also thought it was a great use of scripture in the story mm-hmm. because the books are all faith based on some level. But it wasn't just it wasn't just like they didn't just lay there like a thud like here's a scripture part like no actually it tied in like you said to her feelings and again I found it relatable. If I can I keep writing this down my things I found it relatable. I found it relatable. I found it relatable. Yeah, there were so many uh, moments and scriptures in this book that like I just wanted to put. You know, in graphic design, and put it on a poster. <laughs> yeah, you could you hang could. it up in my room. Like, yes, everything about this is <laughs> yes. my life right now. Yes, um, and I really enjoyed it. And it was throughout because it kept her going. Um, it kept her like questioning everything, but ultimately making a decision. Uh, M. Crown agrees. Agree, Marissa. Holding on to the word throughout. Sarah says, yes, drop your staff. Oh, man, that hit me with some things in my yep. own life. I know. Yep. I know. Sometimes you just got to let go and let God. Let go. I always say, too, let go and let God. You have, sometimes you have to. Yeah. There are things that are divine intervention, and, it's like, and you have to let it come through. And I think, and so I'm like, yeah, I agree with you on that one. That was, I think we both agree on that one. It's kind of like, all right, kids. Just, just okay, do Just do it. Just got to do it, and then that's it. So I, I like mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's so it's, what's funny for me is that because it was um, heavily faith-based, I liked it. I feel like this book, and I wonder what your opinion is on this book before you get to the ending and stuff, but like, I feel, I feel this is a good book for girls to read on some level. Yes. I think teen girls, Definitely. young adult girls, to read this book. Because I, I don't know what the age range this book is meant for. I mean, we've we seen the character guess. I don't I even know. I could definitely see like the pre-teen. Yeah, kind of, right? even, um, you know, the... I say 20, young 20s. Woman, so yeah. Like the older women generation... Um, like I, I don't think there's really. I was like, I can't really see kids understanding this yeah. as much because of the relationship right. aspect. But definitely a strong story for women because these are internal conflicts that women and men go through. Yeah, yeah. Like um, your decision about trying to find a job, your decision about helping family, your decision about just relationships in general. What do you trust in? Is this right mm-hmm. for you? Is this wrong for you? These are all the things that everyone goes through, not just for women. I mean, the story was about a woman, but everyone relates. Right, I agree. But I was just thinking, I was just thinking, of my my granddaughter who's twelve. I'm thinking of people that I know in my life. I'm thinking they probably should read this book a little bit because it does. I mean, mm-hmm. as frustrating as it it was to, for us to read, but we're a little older, we kind of understand. Like, we can relate to it. I guess that's maybe why it was frustrating. I think it's still a good book to read because she kind of still held on to her faith. And, and she her values. Through, and her values, and yeah. she worked through it to an extent. She did. I mean, I like the ending, but she did work through. She worked <laughs> through either. it to an extent. She did what she did work through it. She still tried to stay strong in there, and um, and it must. This must have been tough. It must have been tough. I mean, I mean, I know she's a fictional character, but I'm like, it must be really tough. The name of these books is I actually they become like real characters to me, <laughs> real people to me. <laughs> I did have. No, it's true. Cause Some books are like that. We you know, I've, both I've, had a, a natural reaction yes. to. I feel know, protective to feel, these characters. This, in all this book series. When I'm reading, and she turned down the job to to go yeah. home to help her her aunt. I'm like, what are you doing? I literally said that out loud. I'm like, you fool. <laughs> but again, and, that was me. And see, for me, it was more like, oh, I understand, but what a shame. Yeah. So yeah. I think I look at the difference. See, I mean, it's a different, like, different opinions. Different opinions, but I love that. I just think. I am giving my six books to my teen nieces for upcoming birthdays. 
great teen reading. So much on the market for teens is very dark. Well, that's true, too, I guess. I'm yeah. my books to my mom. Oh, it gives your mom? Yeah. yeah so that's funny. She yeah. knows what happens because I've talked about these <laughs> books to her. But now i got to read them. Yeah, read them. But no, yeah, this book isn't, yeah, think about it, this book isn't dark. It's just, it's just, it's, it shows this young woman's journey and struggle throughout the whole book. And you, just, you see it, job, relationship, family. Like, it hits all the marks. Does and that's funny. Like Jeanette, really, she was writing a book. She was like, "Yeah, we're gonna write this book and everything." She knows. She, she does. Knows. God, she does. It, so. it would have been nice if there was a better balance between Christine and Henry. Like that's my the complaint last, too. Yes. Like fifth book was yeah Beyond the Gathering Storm because I like that it it set a certain rhythm to the book back and forth, back and forth, but it was equal in parts. Mm-hmm. And this one was all Christine, which I'm you know I'm okay with, but. That structure of the last book I got used to, and I yes. wanted to see that again, especially if we're going to focus on Christine and Henry instead of Elizabeth and Wynne. Yeah, I know. I almost wish it was a book seven and be Henry's point of view. No. Exactly. Uh, like Henry's, like Henry's story. Like, and then you still have Christine in there, but you just, just write it and send it to Jeanette. You know, I, you know, you know, I'm a, you you know, I'm a writer. I, I had some ideas. We're both writers. Yes, Why exactly. Not? I, I know. So we're going to do a book seven, girl. I'd read that. I'd read it too. I mean, I'd read it too. Um, so I mean, let's I mean let's well, let's talk about the ending. I mean, let's, I mean let's let's I mean we both yeah. had reactions that are similar to it. Her basically her choices, and I know they're. I guess she's not real, but I feel like I know they're her choices. I I came from a place. Here's where I came from a place of because I am older and I have daughters. I came from a place of a parent, of a dad. Okay. And I came from a place of like no, which I've done many times. I love you girls. <laughs> I've done many times with my daughters and their decisions. Um, I, so my reaction was like, "That's the wrong choice. You gotta go over here. Like, let, me, let, let Papa Jamie take you over here <laughs> and give you the right choice." That's the reaction I had. Interesting. I came from that. I came from that perspective. I was like, mm. I came from a woman who was just struggling with what do you do or how do you choose. My my thing was, your girl, you're questioning this for so long. You're clearly struggling. If it doesn't seem right right away, it might not be right at all. Yep. So. And we keep seeing her over and over again, praying yes. every single night. Like, yes, you're taking a long time to decide about this. <laughs> if you if you really were in it, I think I think the path, technically, not to be punny, is clear for you to make that decision yeah. earlier. Right. If it feels right, then you're you're all the way in. But right. if you're struggling so much with it, there probably is something wrong about it. I think another problem I had was just that, and, and we, we, I mean, I, we love Jeanette, we love her writing and stuff, but but the problem I the problem I kind of had was it seemed a little rushed at the end that now it's gonna be with him. Yeah, or they both said yes. Yeah, it was like okay, and then, and then but then we don't get anything after that. Yeah, that was it. Like, that was it. Okay, they smile at each other. Congratulations. I was like, like uh, hello. I was like, hello. I'm like looking for more, more pages. I'm, I'm like, like <laughs> flipping through seeing Lorraine comes back. Yeah. I know. So it's almost like a new book needs to come out so we can actually yeah. see what as we can finish it out. See if this relationship actually comes to fruition, right? Or if it, the, it did get together and had a fallout, and Larry comes back and helps sweep her up off of her feet, and stops that's the, the wedding. Stops the wedding. <laughs> yes. Very soapy. I would love it. I would love that actually. That's our book seven. That's, that's book seven. Like <laughs> <laughs> we, we just did that one. So. <laughs> we just did that one. <laughs> you guys, um, it's crazy. It'll be out in winter. No, um, ours. But but it's just it, but it's just so it's but I did as I, I felt so abrupt. It's just like okay, okay. But it was so abrupt to the point where the reader was like, "We just have to accept it." Right. That's how it ended. Yeah. I think yes. That was the last page. They both said yes. 
I agree. So many directions this could go. Yeah, no, it, it is. I just, it just, it, but there's that was it. I mean, that's just, it's. So see, uh, seemingly Henry and family are fine. They're dealing with whatever they're dealing. They're fine. Yeah, he's Seeming, recovering. Seemingly okay. Elizabeth and Win are fine. Aunt Mary is fine. Aunt Mary's fine. She's recovered. She I has mean, a good paying job. Yeah. Yeah, and she's helping other people. Did you think? Sorry, this might be no. You got it. Go ahead. Off tangent. Um, when the, I think I want to say maybe it was Lorraine who dropped the line. You could start a restaurant. Yeah. That's what I clearly thought she was going to do. I was like, if she can't find a job, mm-hmm. she can start her own job. Business owner. She can self-employ and start a restaurant. Be a cook. She knows mm-hmm. how to cook. And right. That was it. And so I'm reading, literally thinking that that could have been her thing. Oh yeah. She starts her own restaurant, and that is that character yeah, building that but, didn't yeah. happen. <laughs> like, There's it, so just, many things I wanted to happen. It's just you know, Sarah. But growing up in the culture, there is an obsession with figuring out if something is right to God. You know, she also came out of a situation where she followed her heart, and it was a complete disaster. I fully believe there needs to be another book. Yeah, uh, Crown. I am a single person, middle aged, never married, but could have been. I can relate to her struggle. I live it. I'm sorry, girl. All right. Understandable. A lot of people can relate. Yeah, I'm sure. And seriously, let me totally let me hang in. Ha ha. No, it it did. It just it just it was like like a cliffhanger, like one of those series, like one of those series endings where they end on a cliffhanger and you don't know what's gonna happen next. Sopranos. <laughs> You're dark. You're still black. not over that. I'm not. Who's that? I feel like another book is in order. I know. Me too. I think it's just. I think it's just. It's because because it's funny. The first three books, first four books. We're following Elizabeth and Wynn. Mm-hmm. Then we get this huge departure in book five. Where I, I'm telling you guys now, on can, I said on camera last time I was not that happy about it. Now I'm happy. I actually, I like that story more and more now that I sit on it. See, I liked it. Yeah, no, I like it. It's fine. More and more I think about it, I was like, it's you fine. You and Maria were kind of iffy yeah. about it. I, I like it. Now that I let it marinate for a while, some <laughs> sauce, it, I do feel better. Um, but this book, I mean, I liked it on some level. Of course, I didn't dislike the book at all. I liked it. Yeah. Um, but I just thought for the ending of a series, it was very different. Right. Yeah, and this book was published in two thousand one. Yes, it's a later, so it's a later. Sixteen years after the first one, right? No, I'm putting definitely putting a timestamp. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, it's just unfortunate knowing that there isn't another book immediately following this, mm. because you know, as we've been reading, we're like, oh, let's what happens in the next one, and right. now it's over. It's over. And that's how it ended. We're like, right. Is this satisfactory enough as an ending of a series? I don't know. No. I said no. And that's why, because I, so I had my my note on that. I just, I was like, but I didn't care. So I found out I didn't care for the ending. Poor Maurice Levey. That's my notes, folks. That's my note card. That's what I wrote. That's how I felt. That's how I, yeah. that's how I felt the end. I just how I felt at the end. I yep. was exactly at the end of the book. This is what I wrote. That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. I didn't even write notes on the last chapter because <laughs> apparently I was not thrilled enough to. Yes, not you're like you're like no. Um, but that, but it, so, it's, so this was an interesting series. I think um, I love the series overall. Yeah, overall, I say overall, I like the series. Yeah, it, it's a lot of introspection of what people go through mentally mm-hmm. when it comes to life, college, college. <laughs> <laughs> life, <laughs> career. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, family. Yes. Uh, and like when you. It, uh, places of adversity, you know, when we saw Elizabeth dealing with the yeah. Indian community and oh, everyone coming together through yes, the fire. I miss, I miss like, them. Um, all these life situations that happen and how yeah. do you adjust yeah. and how does that shape the new path that you are now on? Yeah. I, think, I enjoyed I, that. I think, that, I think it's funny you say, now as we're kind of wrapping this all up and kind of this whole series thing, I enjoyed watching, reading Elizabeth 
go through kind of some of the things of like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? The, the language barriers, this thing, and then coming through it in the family. Mm-hmm. And the community is about community. And community came together, and all these books that came together in those early books. And I miss that a little bit. I like that. I miss it too. And it was so integral to the family that it obviously reflected yeah. on Christine. Yeah. That that's the lifestyle she grew up with and loved and she wanted right. to go back to. Right. And I did like those moments when Christine and Elizabeth were bonding and they were yeah. talking about their, yes. the history. And the North. Yes. And Elizabeth, yeah. I'm glad, I was glad to see Elizabeth this time. Not She was a little worried about her daughter. Again, it's a parent thing. So that's and I, I get it completely. But... I feel like in the last book she was a little too worried. This one she wasn't as worried as much. She was just kind yeah. of talking. They were just kind of being woman to woman, so to speak, in that time period. But also, as I think as an adult, you have to let your children make the decisions on their own. Not easy. Not easy. I can tell you that right now. They're not easy. I'm sure, I know. I'm, I see. You're the parent. <laughs> and I'm the one making decisions as a child. They're like, as a, you know, as the children. Which is so funny, family. though. I, I picture you a lot of times as, as like my peer in some ways. But, I mean, <laughs> but you're like, you're... My my daughters are older than you. I know, <laughs> but it's, it's kind of weird. But you're very I'm young. You are, but you're mature for your age too. But then there's and this, but then that's why I say with the, with the young priest again. There's some kids or some young people who are who can handle things mm-hmm. and and actually have smarts and have common sense. And again, I just don't, I don't want to say this over and over again. I just felt like he's of the church. He's into the church. Right. Church it. But if you you know if you keep to your true self and your values. And you yeah. know, your beliefs, then I think you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. And, and that's it, you know, stay in your lane. That's it all the time. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. And that, and literally just it just kind of just, I wanted to rename this book to True North. That's true. <laughs> find find your true north. That's a great that's a great title. Find your true north. See I I'm alright. <laughs> uh, like find your true north because she loved the north and yep. like just finding your true self. Absolutely. Yes. That could be the next book. That could actually could be the next book. So I'm like when the North comes. See, like, the ideas are brewing. They, they, they are brewing. And I, I have books to write my own right now. I can't be thinking about other books, too, at the same time. It's I'll crazy. I'll write the outline for the books that I'm not trying to do. It's fun. I love it. This has been a, this has been a great experience. I went to Tamers because you started, you, you came with this idea also to do the books. Because just because we love you, Hardy, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and we wanted to keep continuing with you guys. And this is a great experience. I love I love reading anyway, but I mean this is I would have never read those books unless you always said let's do this. And it's good. I have a deeper appreciation for the television yeah. show. I have a deeper appreciation for Jeanette Oak and her writing yes. and where she comes from yes. and just how people find themselves on their own. Yes. And we got so invested in these books. We did. I, I know I did. It was a year and a half endeavor. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah. Oh, because we did what she yeah, the season yeah, this oh We started god. book one in May of two thousand. Oh my god, this is so funny. Yeah. Oh We've been with these characters for a while. At this point, yes, we have. We've been with them since 2015. Well, no, 2016. Yeah. Beginning of 2016, right? Yeah. But for me, end of 2015, kind of, because when you, I, that's why, that's why I binge watched. We all started watching. God, it's, it's so funny. She was, she was right. Um, well, I guess one last thing for M. Cron: following God is an adventure. Jeanette takes us through lives of different people in real circumstances and depicts personalities well. Definitely gaps, but overall well written. I like that. I agree. I agree also. I agree. I think the men were strong when mm-hmm. they needed to be. The women were strong and overcame a lot of things yeah. when they needed to be. So yeah. I like that. Um, M. Crown wants to know, uh, are, you going to, are, we, are we going to do the Return of the Canadian West book series? Have we done? Have we read the three Cold Valley books yet? I just started those. Like, what, um, gonna... I'll answer that. Yes, yes we're going to do Return. Yeah. To the Canadian West, and no, we have not read them. <laughs> yeah, we haven't read them yet. But we're going to. We're going to. Because we we're going to cover them. Yes. We are part of the Jeanette Oak Book Club. Yeah, And when in. those are done, 
We'll probably just move on to The Love Comes Softly. There's so many books. Oh, that's right. There's that series, There's too. There's so many <laughs> yeah, books yeah. that, like... We, got, we were going for a while. Our, our books are endless, <laughs> literally. <laughs> They're going to outlive us. They, oh, yeah, that's very true. But no, we're going to do, do more. We're going to do yes, more. And, and this, is, this, is just, this is just the one series that we've done. We started with the foundation yeah. um, of the series and of the show and where I got the inspiration from. But now we're going to go to the Canadian West. Go yes, back. Go back to the Canadian we're West. Go back. Now, on a side note, I just want to ask Marissa, because last time we did my show, we did a show, I had saw the Ohio Hardies. How were you saw some Mitten Hardies when you were out I there? Saw and Jeanette's some them. I saw Jeanette Hi, uh, Jeanette Stevens, uh, Don Bateman, and yes. Christy Miller. They yes. were fantastic. We had lunch. That's very nice. I brought my mom along. Oh my God. Yes, it was like a, a, a hearty lunch. It was nice. And um, they're, they're so lovely. They drove up. Um, and we talked about the show, talked Aww. about HFR3, which we're all excited for. Yes. And then I went back to Illinois, my home state. And I met with the Hardys there. Um, there was eight of us there. They That's drove great. all over from Chicago, Aww. from Springfield, from Peoria, everywhere. And then we had lunch and we Aww. talked for three hours there. And it's so nice to see other people outside Yes, um, who watch the show and gives the out, outsider's input of you know what we do and just, just the show mm-hmm. in general as well. It's nice to get out of the industry and talk to other people about it. I agree. Um, and so supportive. Everyone's so lovely. Oh, my God. We, the, the three of us, Maria, I can speak for Maria, too. We, I can tell you, we do appreciate all the support you give us. You've made, you've made our, our, our main show one of the mm-hmm. top shows at AfterBuzz. I mean, you just, yep. I mean, I mean, we are, they, the AfterBuzz TV, they notice. I was in a meeting recently, and our picture was in the presentation. Yeah. You, me, and Maria. And they talked about, and they used us as an example about how we've, and you guys are part of this. Have worked our show and and how and and we, and you guys live the mission we do where we're community. Yes, and absolutely. so we we do we pre, trust me we appreciate it and it's very much because of the Hardys we keep doing this. So seriously, no well, seriously, I will never forsake the Hardys. Never, never. Um, side note: I want to give a shout out to Melissa Langley who always tweets us during the show. Yes, she live tweets. And I want she's she's always on top of it. And I just want to say because she said, "I wish there was one more book too, very appropriate for tween teen girls to read." I hear from the I hear from the women. You guys tell me if it's good for them, um, and it was very relatable. I want to make sure. Yes, um, and if you're at HFR three, that's upcoming this yes. year. Definitely say hi. We will both be there. Yeah, we will, we both we both will be. There. We're already on the phone planning things behind the scenes, trying to trying to get there. And yeah, stuff. and we go to home and family occasionally. Yes, we too, do. So yes, we do. We, there, so. um, we do. We do that. And. Uh, um, M. Cron says you'll be at graduate school, so you go to school, you you learn, you, you learn in school, go get to graduate school, degree. get that degree. We will miss you at HRF three, but we know you come and you watch our Education's shows here. Education's important; it will be it's, worth it. Trust me. Yeah, no, it will be worth it, and they'll, 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 they'll have more family unions it's and good things. To have a degree. Yes, it is. <laughs> we both have them. So it's good to have them. <laughs> I mean, so, no, like, trust me. We're, we're both educated. Yes, it's very good to have. No, to please yeah. get a degree. So it's kind of great. Oh, yay, Marissa. Yeah. Oh, yay, James. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yay to everybody. Just, just kidding, just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding, right. that's fine. You guys, thank you so much for watching us. Oh, it's the end of an era. So just stay, oh, here's your song. <laughs> so stay tuned with all, all of our social media platforms. I'm at, at, at James.Junish at Seraphine TV for our next, you know, our next, <laughs> laughing at her. Everything to me. <laughs> if you guys knew how much I love Boys to Men. It was a my was wedding the- song is going to be a Boys to Men song. Like, that, my that, husband just has to deal with that. Not Luther Vandross? Maybe. That's like, I was going to play that, too. It would probably be a song with my father. I've oh, already that's right. That's right. No, that's right. That's right. Forgot. That's I right. I digress. Yes. Anyway, so, but stay tuned for announcements when we decide to do more of these book circles. And also, of course, coming up in the wintertime, 
Red Cross the Hearts on our sister network, After Buzz TV. But in the meantime, go to iTunes. <laughs> go, go, I'm watching go to my side eye. Go to iTunes. Rate us. Comment. Tell us what you think. Um, and also go to YouTube. You can follow. You go on there. Book Circle Online. Twitter is Book Circle On. At Book Circle On. Comment. Let them know how much you enjoy these. And so we keep doing these. We love yes. doing it. Um, but we uh, we are so happy you could join us. Thank you so much. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. Follow our co-host Maria Provenzano yes. uh, at Maria Provenzano. And That's she's true. always on Home and Family as well. Yes, she is always always on Home and Family. And you can follow me at James Lott Jr. We're all James Lott Juniors are sold. And we love you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye, Hardys. From managing editor Jason Squamata, executive producers Maria Menunos, Phil Svitek, and Kevin Undergaro, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Book Circle Online. For more discussion, go to BookCircleOnline.com. And if you have comments, questions, or book title suggestions, write us at info at BookCircleOnline.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this is Book Circle Online. BCO, join the circle.